all you Waldo watchers. Welcome to the uh, the Brando uh, the Tag and Brando podcast. <laughs> yes, Who's first? first billing. <laughs> yeah, it's taken me forty episodes, but I finally got it. Hey, sometimes in the description, I put your name first. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> ding ding ding! Nailed it! Nailed yeah. it! It's it's like my mom's a twin and. They didn't know who was born first, and so for the first 40 years, supposedly, they said it was my mom's sister, my Aunt Kathy, uh-huh. uh, was born first, or so, or vice versa, and then at like 40, they like switched. So it's like, you could be older, you know, when we're kids, and you'll be older when we're adults, so. Because they really <laughs> don't know, they still don't know? Mm-mm. I mean, because they were adopted, and you know, all that kind of different stuff. So, right, 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 right. Yeah, supposedly, so. Supposedly, yep. they were adopted? Well, no. Supposedly, they don't have a record of that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You're, yeah, your mom's story is crazy, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah. Welcome. I was in the middle of welcoming our, <laughs> oh, okay. our patronage. Thank you for uh, listening in uh, and joining us in this conversational podcast. I'm Taggart, and this here is... Brendan. And we are going to talk... Like old friends do. You know, when your friend says, mm-hmm. what about this? And you're like, yeah. And then three hours later, you were like, weren't we supposed to do something? That's what this podcast is about. How did we get to this conversation? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've had those. Those are fun conversations when you have to trick. When you're like, how? We started here and we got it. Let's trace how we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to be a little bit more structured than that today. We're going to talk about... A question of the day. We're going to hit us up with a triggered memory, talk about a story from past yonder years, and then we're going to uh, share whatever's the new is for us this week. Not lots of news, just one new that's going on with us, something we're learning, something we're doing, something we're enjoying, whatever it might be. What's new? Uh, and that's what, where we're at. So we're going to start today with Brandon. It's going to hit us up with a question of the day. All right, so... Taggart, when you think of time, mm. what in your life do you require a timepiece for? Like, what things do you set down and say, I got to be here at this time, and I'm going to be checking the clock to make sure I'm there. This thing takes this long, and I'm going to be setting a timer, you know. I, I want to see how long it takes me to do this, so I got a stopwatch kind of a thing. Right. Or um, I'm setting an alarm so I can you know make sure that I'm aware of what time it is at this point. Like, what kind of things in your life are contingent on your ability to keep track of the hour of and minute of the day? Not terribly many, I would say. I would say should be more. Okay. <laughs> For time management's sake. But uh, but it's not very many. Um, so, so let me ask you some specifics. Hit me with maybe. some specifics. That would be fun. Okay. Uh, we'll start with something easy like on a microwave. You know, you're reading the packet of something yeah. and it says microwave for four and a half minutes. Are you setting that four and a half minutes and waiting till that last second and it beeps at you? Or are you just... Setting it in there, you come back and it's like, ah, it's done. And you just pop the microwave open at 12 seconds I got, kind of a thing. I got two answers. So if it's something that I'm not familiar with, I'm going to leave okay. it, I'm going to leave it in the whole time. All right. Right. The only, mm-hmm. the only difference here is if, if it's something I know of and I'm like, yeah, it's always overcooked in my microwave at the 4.30 or whatever it says on the package. So I'm going to pull it out mm-hmm. a little early. That's the only reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't – I'm not – Disregardant of the time, uh, as a microwave goes, I will no, yeah. If uh, if I'm cooking something like if I'm reheating a pizza, pizza or whatever, I know if my microwave likes that at a minute or at like forty five seconds, and I will set the exact time, and uh, and let it ding out. Where oh okay, where my wife would rather put in a full minute and then just grab it when she thinks it's ready. Okay. See, I I am definitely of the I only use the thirty second button uh-huh. on the microwave, so I'm just like boop 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 boop, and I don't even like 
set it for like like if I'm cooking something like that takes you know two minutes, then I'll just hit it just boop 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 until it's like oh two thirty doesn't matter, and then I'll just pop it out whenever I feel like it. Like right. I'm definitely not a a countdown kind of kind of person on as far as the microwave. Okay. Let Let me ask you this though. What about your old microwave that you guys had <laughs> in your parents' house. Yes. Can you describe the timer on that for us? Uh, yes. The old microwave we used to have was a dial microwave. Anyone remember mm. that? You didn't push buttons uh, to set the mm. timer. It was a dial like an old television or something. You would turn mm. the dial to the time that you would want, and then it would ding back. Uh, the annoying thing with this one, this one is that, how do I describe this to you? So there's a knob, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a flange off the knob, uh, mm-hmm. a disc that had the, the time settings on it. Mm-hmm. And then a line basically was, was printed on the surface of the microwave. So you would turn the dial, which turned the, you know, the, the disc, the disc, Mm-hmm. And line it up with the line of, you know, if you wanted a minute, you lined up a minute with the line, right? Well, well, the disc is supposed to be uh, attached to the knob, but ours was broken, <laughs> so it was it was free turning. Uh, so unless you wanted to be really meticulous and turn, you know, we had drew we drew a line on the actual knob so you could know where the zero was supposed to be, and you could turn it, uh, you know, and set your time that way. But I think most of us just at that point went off of Phil, you know, turn you, you it. Just crank, you just cranked it and just turn it and, and <laughs> you, got, you think, oh, it's a minute. I'll go grab it. Um, though, I don't know. I remember very many times. And I don't know if this was the things that I wasn't familiar with or what, but I would definitely line that thing up every now and then and let it mm-hmm. ding out for me. So, Well, because the awesome thing is, is even if you line it up, if I remember correctly, you know, you, 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 you hold the knob with your fingers and then you press the disc with the tips of your fingers so they turn in, in um, coordination. Right. But as it's counting down, the knob is turning, but the disc doesn't turn. No. So, again, you kind of don't know how long is left either. Right. <laughs> so, you're just kind of like, eh. So, yeah. Right. And now we have, you know, phones in our pockets that can do all these different timers and stopwatches and stuff like that so um some other examples are like bedtime and and time you get up like are those set for you for people for your family no they probably should be i I, i'm not gonna lie to you a couple nights Uh ago i think i was up to like 4 30 oh that was that was real dumb that was real (laughs) dumb the next day i was very tired i didn't complain Mm -hmm. but i was uh Actually, for, for most of the day, I was pretty good. Midday uh, was rough. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm not good at dictating when I go to sleep and when I wake up, necessarily. Hmm. So that's me. I don't have a time thing. I have a rough time for my children. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if, if it's after 7, we're, we're going to bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it's 10 after 7 if it's 2 hours after 7 if it's 4.30 in the morning I mean if we weren't paying attention and it's 9 o'clock now it's definitely bedtime but usually around 7 depending on what we're doing you know if dinner's over or whatever you know give or take mm-hmm. there's some flexibility there but basically 7 o'clock for me is kind of the threshold on Okay, bedtime should be starting now at least. Like people mm-hmm. should be getting to bed. And by people I mean small children people. <laughs> small children people. Uh, any other timers or uh, alarms you got that you set normally? Uh, no, I mean no. At the moment, like I'm not an alarm setter. I don't set my alarm for anything right now. Mm. Um I have a couple reminders okay. that are not necessarily tied to any time. It's just like, oh, yeah, tomorrow you have this or later today you have this. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. thanks, phone. Um, <laughs> but I think I have three right now, 
one is weekly and the other two are monthly things that I have to do for work that I just mm-hmm. don't want to forget to not do. So, um, yeah, that's it really right now. Uh, other than that, it's like get to work, you know, uh, when I have to teach children to play instruments, I, mm-hmm. I better be on time for that. I don't like to be late for that. Uh, so that's, you know, that's the big one, but okay. how about yourself, sir? What, uh, so you got some, you got some timers, you got some reminders, you got some so I philosophy usually, about time. Yeah. I usually set an alarm in the morning, but that alarm more and more is, is more of like how much longer I have to sleep. Uh-huh. Because I wake up before the alarm goes off. Always? And I look at my... Uh, I would say out of a week, probably five or so days out of the week, I'll wake up before the alarm. Really? Yeah. And I'll look at it and I'll be Whoa, like... Oh, some kind of adult oh. over here, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I am going to go back to sleep because I'm not going to wake up now and and everything. And... I have pretty good command over my ability to, to sleep at different times for different amounts of time I, and everything. Yeah, I can legitimize that statement. Yeah. And so if I got five more minutes on this alarm, it's it's kind of a question to myself being like, uh, I could get up, but I could just go back to sleep for five more minutes. And most of the time I'll go back to sleep for the five more minutes. Okay, I was going to ask you, what's your cutoff? Five minutes obviously is not. Like if you got three or two minutes or one minute Mm -hmm. left, do you say, I'll try to take it? Or do you just lay there and wait for it to go off? Sometimes I will just lay there for like two minutes or so. Um, And sometimes I'll hit the snooze because, you know, oh, well, uh, you know, I could take a faster shower or something like that, you know? Like... (laughs) Um, so you got you got some leeway time there with your alarm mm-hmm. in the morning. It's not like yeah. if I don't get up with this alarm, I am late. Kind right. Of thing. Yeah, it. exactly. Because I mean, with with zero commute now, right? Right. And and not necessarily even having to take a shower uh, every right? every morning. Like, you know, I'll wear my shorts and stuff. I'll put a nice yeah. shirt on. Zoom, yeah, exactly. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. So with that kind of stuff, it's literally like, what do I want to get done in the morning before I go to work? Mm-hmm. And some of those things are like, oh, well, maybe I could do them a little later or something. But if, if, uh, Stephanie and I are going running, that's like the one time where I'm like, okay, I definitely need to get up cause I need to get like those clothes on and get over there. And right. she's got an specific time that she has to leave in order to go to work so we gotta like and i'm like uh the longer i lay in bed the faster i have to run because <laughs> we got to do three miles and you know that's that's kind of the thing is when you're doing an out and back you know there's you, you can cut it short but you know once you get that once you get halfway out there you got to be able to make it back at a reasonable pace right that was ooh, that was a bad choice when I was um, initially training for a marathon. Is I was just like I'm just gonna run and see how long I can go, but I did a Gattaca style where I didn't save any for the run back, and uh. I ended up like 14 miles away. I was like I am so tired, <laughs> and I don't have my phone or anything, so I'm just gonna have to like find a payphone and call somebody to come pick me oh, up. Oh no. Yeah, it was it was bad. But so the one time so okay, my longest run I think that I've ever ran was uh 10 miles. Mhm. And I constructed a loop and I didn't I didn't have a uh a necessarily well I wanted to do 10 miles, but I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't like how do I want to say? I didn't have the exact measurements out, like, but I had a loop, okay. a loop, and you know, when I got back to the loop to back to my home, basically, if I wasn't there, then I would, you know, do the go out and back kind of thing. Okay. To figure, but I, but I basically did exactly ten miles. It was uh, nice. It was pretty close, 
But yeah. uh, so that so it saved me. Like the la oh man, the last mile was the worst. I was going so <laughs> slow and I was so tired. Um, uh, but like my house was right there and I could see it and I was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Uh, the out and back, unless you really know, you know, unless you really got it mapped out, it can be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, at any any kind of pacing or whatever, you got to realize how far out you're gonna go. Right. Because, because yeah, it's it's definitely the the Michael Scott fun run race for the cure, and whatever, whatever. Where it's like, where are we? It's like, ah, probably about three miles from the office. It's like, couldn't have made it a circle. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, but so, is it fair to say? you could get through a day with no time instruments at all and um, not be ill-affected and not ask people like you know what time it is obviously certain days okay okay like today i have a of schedule because i gotta teach children to play mm-hmm. and things like that um so at like today, no, because then I'd, I'd have some I'd have some angry parents like, why is my child's lesson taking forty five minutes? I thought it was thirty minutes, and then one right. after is like, oh, we're why aren't we in there fifteen minutes ago? Um, mm-hmm. So no, today's today's no. But uh, when I, days like when I'm watching my kids and we're at home, yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally, I could just gauge, you know. Their hunger and tiredness off of how they're <laughs> acting, right? No, it's lunchtime. Oh, oh okay. It's bedtime. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. time for nap. Um, and we could do that pretty easy. Okay. You know, what? What's the? Where's the sun? That looks like lunchtime. <laughs> that looks like lunch. Uh, yeah, I definitely say uh, a weekend. I could I could get through easy. Yeah. With, with no time instruments, it's just kind of like. Okay, you got to get up, you got this list of stuff you got to do, this stuff you want to do today, all that kind of different stuff, and um, yeah, it's interesting because like, you know, when you, whether you have it one way or the other, you kind of get this like mindset of paralyzed by time, like I have to wait the extra 10 minutes before I can start this next thing, right, because because mm. I'm gonna, you know, I want I want to start it on the hour or on the half hour or something, or like you know I don't want to get out of bed until whatever time and everything like that, versus like, yeah, like trying to squeeze everything in. And one thing I definitely, um, definitely don't time anymore is, uh, is like a lot of cooking stuff. You know, like yeah. You know anything I'm anything I'm making. You know it's like you know do this for like do this for this many minutes, do this for this, and I'm like ah, that's just how that's just a, a best guess for, <laughs> for everything. So, um, but yeah, a lot of that stuff obviously is, is practice. So yeah, and mm-hmm. you know I would say f- at this point I use time more as like oh how long did that take. You know, right. I'm not timing it, but I, I'll look at a, a, like before, like my ch- ch- child's nap, for instance, you know, when I mm-hmm. put them down, I'll, I'll get a rough estimate, you know, by the clock, like what, what time was that? I don't know, about one o'clock, one twenty or something. And mm-hmm. then when they wake up, I'm like, how long did they sleep? <laughs> you know, <laughs> how long were you down there? Uh, right. You know, and if it was 20 minutes, then I say, you need to go back to sleep. If it was mm-hmm. three hours, I said, you know, well, that was amazing. Ooh. That was amazing nap, and Dad loved it. He got some time right. by himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I would say that's more. My gauge was like, oh, how long was that? Oh shoot, probably should have done that faster. Or <laughs> 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 oh shoot, you know, <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, well, how long did that take? Four thirty in the morning. I should go to sleep. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely by four thirty. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of everybody take a, take a look at your day. See what uh, what takes time. What doesn't take any time. Meaning, what what just takes as long as it takes. Yeah. 
Well, let me let me ask you something. Are you or have you ever been one of those people who like to set their clock late or early? I hate that crap. Okay. I I <laughs> I wanted a clock that was like synced to the atomic clock in Boulder. <laughs> Uh-huh. That I could sync. Like, I hate it when, like, the microwave is, like, 12 seconds off of the oven clock. Right. You're like, you know what I, I mean? want those digits to click at the same yeah. time. Dude, like, I am notorious that... for when I'm setting a clock, whatever the mm-hmm. clock closest to it is. Like, I will uh, wait for the minute to turn. Yes. To click it over and then start <laughs> it. You know? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm at 55. This is at 54. As soon as it hits 55, I'm going to start this clock. Mm-hmm. Bam. And I had, yeah, and I knew somebody that had, like, their car clock, like, 10 minutes fast and everything. And I'm like, that doesn't work if you do it. Like, if somebody does that for you, then it's like, oh, man, I'm going to, oh, no, I'm going to be late. Da, da, da. And, like, that's the only thing you're going off of, right? <laughs> like, I got, yeah. I left my house at, you know, 7.05, and it's already 7.15, I'm late! <laughs> like, well, And, and but, the, the thing with driving with the late clock, if you, le- yeah, if you left your house and you're on time with an on-time clock and you get in the car, mm-hmm. uh, then you are, you know, if you're paying attention, you're already like, well, this clock is, you know, fast. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Or, and, or you're going to just be like, every time you're driving, you're going to try to be driving too fast to get somewhere quicker mm-hmm. because you think you're late. That's not safe. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, I definitely – and if you do it yourself, like I always am like, no, I know that this clock is off. So I'm automatically going to be subtracting time. Right. Yeah, you're just like, doing it in your head at that point. You're just like, oh, yeah. it's not – no, it's not 310. It's 3. I'm fine. Exactly, yeah. So – Definitely not a. I'm 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 more of let's get it as succinct as possible. Yeah. Because because that's just kind of pointless. Once and t- now you're like, now with everything syncing up, it's it's so nice like your right. phone and everything like. Right. Yeah. Well, now it's yeah the internet is mm-hmm. close to the atomic time so or should mm-hmm. should be on, um, right. but yeah I was gonna say uh. uh y- y- once time was created, you were like, I'm a fan of, of it being exact. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Like, that's that's just so funny to me, the psychology <laughs> of it, where it's like, let's set this 10 minutes faster, and then it's like, right. yeah, then you'll always be paranoid that you're late. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I know, dude. I hate the feeling of being late. Like, mm-hmm. it's the worst. Um if I want, you know, to end up anywhere, if everywhere I am going, I want to end up with, with like, uh, you know, underarm sweat, then, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I'll set my clock fast. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Anyways. Cool. Yeah. Check your times. Yeah. See what, to, see what you can, you know, do without. See. What, what can you, can you spend a whole day just going off the feeling of the day? Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. All right. What do we got to trigger our memories? Well, we wanted to talk. You know, we're getting uh, we're getting summery time. You know, uh, just out of the springness of it all. But uh, we wanted to talk about chores. I don't know about Ooh. you, but when okay. I was a kid, especially when summer hit. And we no longer had school. We still had to have responsibilities. And so I had, we had chores that we had to do mm-hmm. every day so that we could play and have fun times. So uh, I wanted to ask you as a child, what were you responsible for? What, uh, what chores did you have to do? Did you enjoy them? Did you hate them? What were your, what were your tips and tricks and shortcuts? Um, so... We we didn't have like a fixed system of rotating like you do the dishes, you do the vacuuming, you do the this, you do the this. I mean, we went in and out of phases of, of that, you know, as a, probably a lot China. of families do. Uh-huh. Um, but um, everybody was responsible, obviously, for their own room. When my brother and I shared a room, you know, that was that was 
something. <laughs> that was something. Um, and everything, and you know, then it's just like, well, I don't want to pick up, like, you know, it's your job to clean the family room and your job to clean the living room and your job to clean the kitchen. It's like, well, that's not fair because all of his stuff is in the family room. It's like, it's not all my stuff. Some of it's her stuff. And then it's like, well, I didn't do any of these dishes. And it's like, you know, I didn't make any of these dirty dishes. And so there was a lot of arguing and bickering because we didn't have necessarily the best system. But my mom did have a couple of tricks. So as a kid, she had the silent sweep um, is what we had to do. And um, when we were wanting to go out or we wanted to do something or watch TV or something like that, um, she would be like, okay, silent sweep, 10 things. And we had to go and pick up, you know, 10 10 different items from like you know off of our floor or off out of the family room or wherever she designated um and put them away and stuff and so that was one of her things like um definitely to just be like okay you know give i'm giving you a set number of things and go for it and uh so that worked pretty well and it was a silent silent sweep because you like you couldn't argue or or complain about it. It was just like, just go and do uh, my it. Under- or? My understanding, for whatever reason, in my head, it was was more of it was without the vacuum. Like you were picking stuff up, but not vacuuming. I don't know. I might have to ask her the origin of that now that I think about it, because that's that's what it always you know as a little kid. That's what it associated in my head was like, oh well, vacuuming is loud, and that picks up stuff. Well, I am my own vacuum of my toys and I'm doing it without the loud vacuum sound. Interesting. I don't know. The child's logic. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean, it it was, I mean, it was pretty set that, you know, this is what you do. And then as a kid, when I had my like own room and I had uh, like a TV and stuff, when I had to clean my room and it was probably maybe once a month or once, every two months or something like that, like, and my room would get pretty messy. Not going to lie. I'm kind of like a goldfish. The more space I have, the more I just, you know, take up that space and everything. (laughs) The more you spread out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would, uh, I would specifically, I had taped off of TV Gulliver's Travels with Ted Danson. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four hours. Nice. (laughs) And I would put that in. Um, and I would, you know, clean my room to, uh, yeah, to Gulliver's Travels. And that was kind of my time. Like, I would be like, all right, I'm, I'm dedicating myself I got for four, four hours, hours to do this. And, you know, if I'm got Gulliver's Travels in the background, it's not like, ugh, I'm, this is so long and this is this, you know, and everything like that. So usually I would, yeah, be, be about four hours. But then, okay. um, yeah, so that's that's what I remember the most. Uh, aside from that, we had to do our own laundry, and that's the funny thing. Like when you get to college, or you know, you get out on your own, and people are like don't know how to do their own laundry. I'm like, I was doing laundry from when my arms could like leaning into the washing machine, I could reach and get all my clothes out, right? <laughs> like, and and everything like that. Like I've I've been doing laundry for you know not well, but I've been doing it <laughs> for forever. And and everything like that. So, oh. um, so was it just like yeah. an expectation? Is like if you want clean clothes, you gotta do them. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay. Nice. So when uh, when I was a kid. Um, Okay, well, when when I think of chores, the thing I think about the most is there were some summers, and I don't know if we did this all the time, um, but there were some summers, uh, I think when we were younger, uh, you know, sisters, fact-check me, uh, we would have an actual chore chart for the summers. My mom would make up a chart or whatever. And, uh, you know, it was the whole rotating thing. Like, you got this this day, you got that this day, and blue, blue, blah, blah, blue. So the one that you always wanted, for, or I always wanted for some reason, uh, was water the garden. Um, 
garden? Yeah. This is when we had a garden. This is how old this is. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know why, but that was like the best because you could get outside. You didn't have to stay inside. You get outside, get the hose on, and like if you get a little wet, whoops, oh, we're having fun, you know? And uh, I'd go water the garden. Um, but, but you know, we the, the normal ones were, you know, the one that I did not like was dusting. Dude, dusting, like, are you talking like old school feather duster or rag? What, 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 what is your instrument we, of we used, choice? We used rag and uh, some kind of cleaning, cleaning uh, juice. <laughs> some kind of cleaning. Cleaning juice. <laughs> <laughs> Pledge or something of this nature? My mom had a, some kind of homemade... Because there was a bottle and it said, uh, um, dust, dust on it, or it was like an all purpose. I forget. Liquid dust. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, sorry, I dropped my phone. Um, oh. but, uh, yeah, well, we had a couple of these bottles that with just, I don't, to this day, I have no idea what the solvent or whatever was in, you know, what it was mm-hmm. made of. But uh, we had an all-purpose one, which was just like in a generic bottle that you used to be able to just buy generic spray bottles and mix your own chemicals. You, yeah, you can buy generic spray bottles still. You can, you can. Like a buck, yeah. Well, the, yeah, and there's, usually the ones you can get now are like the little ones for like water, for like hair cutting kind of thing right right but this was like a, a big long cylindrical bottle um, right with a spray spray I don't know you could probably still get them I haven't seen them d- with dust spray sharpie didn't you it? got it so yeah you'd spray a little stuff and you'd wipe up the dust and and uh, hmm. the thing about dusting is you had to dust all my mom's fake plants which was <laughs> not fun oh yeah <laughs> And uh, all, the, all the ivy, like fake yeah. ivy, so there's like a million leaves. Yeah, yeah. Like people can tell that's not real. It's all dusty. Please dust that. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so dusting was hard. Uh, Cause du- here's phone. I seriously keep dropping my phone. I, I'm gonna. It's gonna make a little banging because I'm gonna set it. Maybe that was okay. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. so the thing with dusting, it was like. It, with everything else, it was like clean this room or clean this room or do right. clean the bathroom. Dusting was like dust the whole house. And yeah. uh, I was like, no, let's break this dusting thing up. Like it takes forever. <laughs> I don't want to have to dust the whole dang house, the family room, the living room, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so dusting was not my favorite. I also didn't like dishes much as a child. That was one chore that we did basically have on a somewhat of a rotation for almost the whole year. Right. You know, during during school and stuff, we didn't really have set chores. It's just like if my mom got, you know, fed up with a room or whatever, she was like, you're cleaning this room tonight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but dishes was... You know, one of those things was like every night it was like, it's your turn or it's your turn or it's your turn. Go do them. And I remember nights where I would, um, because I didn't want to do them, I would do them so slow. And now as an adult, just thinking like, why didn't you just, just burn it out in five minutes, you know? Instead, right. I literally, like, dragged it out to two hours because I'm, like, trying to make a point or something about how I should never have to do dishes. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me now. But uh, in the moment, I was like, well, this is what you do. Um, so, yeah. So there, that's that. Um, the, the thing yeah. about dishes for me, as a kid and even still today... Is and I may have said this before. Like I, I don't trust dishwashers. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about the machines. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and and I've worked with dishwashers from the domestic, you know, in the cat in the counter, 
under the counter style, on top of the counter style, like the really small crappy ones, Whoa. to to even you know the the restaurant style like you know all, like with the tray and the boiling water and you know the whole the whole bit. Uh-huh. And it, no matter how you slice it, you gotta pre-wash it. You put it in the dishwasher, and then you gotta inspect it. A lot of times, you gotta like post-wash it. So it's like, what is the dishwasher really doing? Like, right. I mean, unless it's an industrial and you gotta sterilize stuff, you know, like for a home kitchen and everything like that, like, I do all my dishes by hand at this point. It just doesn't make sense to me to like pre-wash it, load it, wait. And talking about clocks, there's a clock on this dishwasher, like there's a clock on my on the washer dryer, and those do not keep accurate time at all. No. <laughs> no. It's like this will take an hour and forty minutes. Two and a half hours later, it's like, is the dishwasher done? Like, are the clothes dry? What the f, man? You've been stuck on seven minutes for fourteen minutes. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Why do you have this dial readout? And yeah. Dude, and I must say, I think that dishwashers nowadays are worse than they used to be. Yeah, because I mean, like, why do they take so long, and why they do they also forever. do a terrible job? Yeah, I'm at my like my, my folks. Uh, they have an older dishwasher now. It's really mean even that. I mean, it's old. It's real. It is. But uh, dude, it'll 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 churn through some dishes real fast. Like uh-huh. with all of us over there, we do dishes like twice a day you know like two loads yeah. and it just burns through it and you're like oh those are already done yeah they're already done oh nice great um, yeah. it's amazing and then I just think back to like our last apartment or whatever and that dishwasher took forever and there was always the spots on it yeah that's what I'm saying like I mean and the the only time I would like really consider a dishwasher is like yeah you got a big family family and you got six plates and cups and you right. know like you know bowls and you know cereal bowls and stuff like that like for flatware it makes sense but for pots and pans just do it by hand man yeah but <laughs> like, also it's just like in that situation it's just when you're done mm-hmm. you take your stuff to the sink and wash it right and then it's done. Like, and then mm-hmm. everyone's stuff gets, you know, doesn't land on one person to have to wash all eight people's things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Anyways, uh, I appreciate this talk of, of dishwasher because we might not have a dishwasher in our next venture of living. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. We lived in Korea and we didn't, they don't, they don't have dishwashers in Korea. You, mm-hmm. you wash your dishes. Like. Yeah. You know? And it's, yeah, and I mean, as a kid, you know, it is the worst because, yeah, like, that we had a little bit like, yeah, if you cook, then someone else cleans, and then it was like, well, they made worse dishes, you know, <laughs> like, right. like, when I cooked, you know, I used one pot, when they cooked, they used seven, you know, <laughs> that's not fair, so then it was a you cook, you clean kind of thing, trying to make sure it's like, clean as you go, or whatever, whatever, right, um, kind of stuff but definitely um the chores i remember most is is just uh definitely picking up oh and lawn mowing that was the other one. Oh yeah when we when we before we zero scaped and everything Whew, lawn like mowing the lawn was you don't like i it? don't know it's it's one of those things like i uh, you like to go outside you like to go out and you know do all the the stuff i didn't like to work outside yeah like when you're out, you're doing something that's great, but when it's, like, hot and you're just, like, you know, running this lawnmower and it's loud and it doesn't start all the time, it was just annoying to me. I hear you. The... Uh, uh, you had tons more lawn than I did. We did. Tons more lawn. We did. And when I started mowing my lawn, um, my father grew up with a push mower and thought that we should learn to... <laughs> Same kind of discipline when it comes to mm-hmm. mowing a lot. So we had a push mower forever. Build, build up those forearms. Yeah, man. And it, if you guys don't know what a push mower is, then you're young and you're welcome. 
but uh, but yeah, it's like uh, I don't even know how to explain explain it. If you know what a Columbine is, uh, <laughs> if you know what a Columbine is, you know what a push bar is. <laughs> same uh, same basic idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you had to push it, and the the wheels turned these uh, the the blades that were like uh, kind of wrapped around kind of mm-hmm. candy cane style around uh, the middle just a, a cylinder of blades right and yeah. it was uh, mm-hmm. it was tough especially when the lawn was really long you basically mm-hmm. had to mow it twice to get it oh, yeah. short enough um, mm-hmm. and that was you know but I didn't mind it I, I uh, for the most part I didn't mind mowing the lawn uh, it, it was a, a time that I could go and uh, put on uh, put on a Walkman or a or, or a, a, a Discman and uh, listen to some tunes, and no one would bother me. <laughs> uh, so we had to do that. We had to mow sometimes. So the best the best chore to get in the whole rotation was the living room because we did very little in the living room and it was usually yeah, very that's... easy to clean up and mm-hmm. uh, left it I was like well, do I got a living room today you know it that that was definitely for for us to you know that was the, the room because it's the first room when people walk in and stuff that was kept clean for visitors and such. Right. So, yeah, you didn't have all your toys played out there. There wasn't a TV in there to hang out and do anything. Right. You know, you kind of just, like, if you were going to sit there and read, you could sit there and read. If you were going to, you know, do anything else, find another room. Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah, definitely the living room was, was fairly, fairly easy. I know, it's like, yeah. basically vacuum and pick up a couple things and bada-bang, mm-hmm. done. Right. And then the duster would have to come and get there at some point. And you'd <laughs> laugh and you'd laugh at them. Um, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, chores. Yeah. Plan them out. Do them up. Teach, Silent sweep it up. Teaching young people to be responsible since things were invented. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, Tag, what what is new for you this week? Well, new for me this week, um, I've been married for a long time this week. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> this week marks our 10th year anniversary. Ooh. So. What, what uh, anniversary is this? What, what gift? Oh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Does that give you any clue on uh, any gifts that I've bought? Uh, let me see. What is the ten? Ten year anniversary gift is. Oh come on. What the? Ten year anniversary is the. What is it? Homemade gift. No. What? No. That's not right. This is no. What the crap? They're just like giving me ideas. I'm like, no. What is the? The statue. <laughs> I think... Uh, is it tin or aluminum? Yeah, tin and aluminum, which represent represents uh, uh, durability and flexibility is the traditional material for the 10th anniversary. So I should get her oh. some cans. Here's yeah. some soda. <laughs> Here's some soda and some beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you would think it would be gold or something. Like, uh, 10 years, uh, pretty milestone. Here's something made of tin. Right. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, so the modern, so that's that's the traditional. According to this one thing, modern is diamond jewelry. Okay, that, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Nine. Like- Nine is pottery. Did you get her pottery last year? I dude, I tried. I tried to get her. Actually, we tried. To, I tried to get. I tried to book her a. Um, a pottery class to go and make pottery oh. because she's nice. actually very good at pottery and all of that. But mm-hmm. I, the 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 one tricky business 
with our anniversary is that it usually is Memorial Weekend. This time, uh, yes. This this week year, it's actually the weekend after, so it's a little easier. But basically, all the pottery places that um, were in my area were all like, "Yeah, we're closed that weekend." And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's not gonna work." So, <laughs> so right. we didn't end up. I don't. I don't think I ended up getting anything hmm. of that nature. But interesting. This article, anyway, so this article what is, what is, is giving you like good ideas, and they have this like uh, tin uh, trailer, like a like an RV type trailer, but it's old school and made of tin. I don't think that's gonna work. like an like a uh, air. What is that airframe? Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like a like a little camper there. Huh. Anyways. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's what's up, man. Um, and it kind of stinks with this whole sickness business. Um, we, uh, we're going to go to New York for our 10th year anniversary. And instead, uh, I'm going to teach guitar lessons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so kind of, kind of a bum uh, deal yeah. a little bit. So... We're going to figure something out, um, and maybe we'll do our big trip next year. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see. We're, we're making a lot of moves in some other ways, business and hopefully living situation here shortly. We'll, we'll, we'll see. So those mm-hmm. are kind of taking precedent over doing something fun for our anniversary, which kind of stinks, but I guess I should still go find something tin to give my wife yeah so yeah, you, get, you can you can you got some options there I think yeah but for sure yeah I mean 10 years and you're I mean downgraded from New York to canned goods that's, that's, that's right that's right <laughs> that, that's that what the 10th year anniversary is all about flexibility yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> flexibility and your stability in your durability in now we have food storage. That's Isn't right. it great? Yay! <laughs> yeah. For the next disaster, we're covered. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well. What's a new with spe- you? Speaking of disasters, I. Whoa. It was. It was. It was a very learning learning experience. We'll call it yesterday. Um, so, um, in this house that, uh, that I have purchased, there came with a water softener, right? Yeah. Well, that water softener did not work. It was, the water pressure was too high, however many, however long ago, and it cracked the, uh, tank on it. So they had it bypassed, right? Okay. Here's the thing though. If anybody doesn't know how a water softener works, it essentially, it takes... Most of the potable water, so most of the water that's leading to your sinks and your dishwasher and like all the kind of stuff, like, and, uh, you know, takes out all the, you know, a lot of the minerals and all that kind of different stuff. So, that being said, uh, it runs off the main line. And so it's like 90% of your water is going through this thing. So, if you're going to replace, you know, if if I, I was to take this out, I need to then fix that part of the the pipe, right? So I thought I knew what I was doing, which I don't. Um, <laughs> and um, essentially, I, um, I I I thought I'm like, okay, I measured the pipes coming out of the water softener, right? And uh-huh. I, you know, got that all going. And I went to Home Depot and bought the um, the appropriate, you know, cutting material, cutting tools and pipes and uh, fixtures to like reroute it basically back to itself, right? So, um, just a basic, you can't cap it because obviously water is going through it. So it's just now it's just a U turn, right? And I got the uh, the cement and everything, and I got the you know every, like the primer and all this kind of different stuff to to put this uh, PVC all together. 
Well, I turn off the water. Like I'm like, there's a chance I might mess this up and mess this up bad. So the water's gonna be shut off for a while. I'm gonna fill up the bathtub just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so I. So I go so far as to like clean and sterilize with bleach and stuff the bathtub downstairs. Uh-huh. Fill it up with water. <laughs> to water. make to make sure that we still can like do stuff and everything. Um and then I went ahead and um I was like, okay, pulling the trigger on this. You know, I got my pipe sized and, you know, the, everything was ready to go. I got my buckets and my towels and all this kind of stuff. So I shut the main water off and cut the line or cut the, cut the, cut out the water softener and everything. And, um, aside from the line, that's not the main line continuing to drip for like 40 minutes, oh like goodness. just like streaming out because it's just like. Just and so I, and I opened like all the sinks and everything to try to flush it out as fast as possible, but it's still just like every once in a while I was like shh, just this trickle, just shh, and I'm like oh my gosh, how much water is in this freaking line? Oh <laughs> like, my goodness, dude! So finally I'm like okay, I gotta I gotta do this, gotta cap it, get the cement in the elbow, of the PVC, you know, uh, PVC or get the cement around the the end of the pipe, and then I go to and I and I and it doesn't fit and it doesn't fit. And I'm like, no, no, like it doesn't fit at all. Like it barely didn't fit. And I was like, what the F? And so then I like, like I'm looking at the pipe that I just cut out. Right. And it, cause it was like up in the ceiling and everything. And it's, I had bought one half inch PVC and it says three fourths on it. And I'm like, ugh. And anybody who's a plumber out there automatically knows what my problem is, but I did not know what the problem is. So you're in suspense with me if you don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I'm like, mother of truck. Like, I couldn't see this because it was on the other side. You know, it was like up in the ceiling, so I couldn't read any of the... So I had thought I had measured it correctly. Uh-huh. So then I go to Home Depot again, and I get three-fourths PVC elbows and everything to come back and i'm like oh this is you know at least maybe the one pipe can be completely drained out right i come back and i go to put it and i'm again an idiot that i didn't take the part that i cut out to home depot to size i just assumed i knew what i was doing so i get back and of course it doesn't fit three-fourths pbc is crazy huge and not and i'm like are you kidding me like what the freaking crap and then i read the whole thing on the pipe to see what's going on and it's pex are you familiar with pex at all pex i'm not no so it's this whole other type of plastic pipe oh my gosh i was completely unaware of and it has the same sizing as like copper pipes and stuff. And so I was like, are you kidding me with this? And so now I'm trying to figure out like, like now I got this PVC and now I got this and how am I going to like, you know, like what attachments I have to buy to like now get the, this to work and blah, blah, blah. Finally, I just figure out, you know what? I'm going to get the shark bite, which is a connection that doesn't require any cement or ceiling or anything like that. You literally just plug them together uh-huh. and um, you make sure the edges are all clean and everything like you have to do with everything. And then there's a gasket in there and the, and um, ahead of the gasket are these like metal spikes essentially that um, grip on to the uh, pipe itself. So it literally just kind of bites down like these barbs um, so that it doesn't get pushed out by the pressure. And then the gasket seals, you know, the the O-ring seals the the water and everything. So it's like done like that. And so literally I'm like, okay, so they have standard sizes because this is a standard size pipe. I know what size it is. And it turns out I don't even need a U, so I don't even need two of these things, you know, because they're like... You know, you buy a PVC elbow and it's 49 cents, right? Right. These things are 10 bucks a pop because they're like brass and everything. Um, 
and um, so long story short, I put one of those elbows in to just route the water from what was the water softener back into the main. Didn't have, you know, oh, I forgot to say, because I'm working overhead and I when I was cementing and everything and it's not fitting, my hands are just covered in blue cement. Oh my gosh, man. And I'm like, crap, I need to wash this stuff off as soon as possible or else it's just going to harden on my skin. So then there's no water running in my house. Oh no. <laughs> so I had to literally run outside to the irrigation you know, water, and I'm trying to wash this stuff off. By that time, it was, you know, it's all hardened on there and everything. So, <laughs> so I'm just like, so I'm like working the rest of the day like I'm in the abyss, you know, with just like my hands all blue <laughs> and everything, like on conference calls and everything, just trying to keep them out of sight because <laughs> they're just covered in this bright blue freaking PVC cement. And then uh, when I went to Home Depot, like, you know, they're nice people at Home Depot and stuff like that. But I could definitely tell the guy that came up to me is like, oh, this guy has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy's been back twice today and he's covered in, you know, cement and everything. Like, this kid needs some advice here. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, ended up getting a couple better tools and everything like that. And then, um, yeah. So that was my uh, adventure today or yesterday figuring out how to restore water to oh this house. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. That... I sold the, the broken water softener and everything, so that paid for the, the parts oh, <laughs> and yeah. everything. And um, now I know more about plumbing than I did before, which is nice. And it doesn't leak. so Nice. Well, that... Yeah. I mean, all in all, you were successful and you did a good job. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know... Mm-hmm. All said and done at the end of the day. Nice. Good work. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Definitely something and I, again, you know, you know, you've installed a bathroom in your house, you know. I've helped it like, you know, do up other plumbing things. This was just a completely new product to me right. that I had never even heard of before. And so. you know, I I I want to caveat your saying, and uh, I never install, you know, there. It, the bathroom that we installed in my house was already pre-fitted for a bathroom, like plumbing. Right, it's pre-plumbed, but it's it not like plumbed. you're, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, we're not necessarily the most novices. No, like we've, right. We've, no, like I've, absolutely. I put toilets, sinks, showers, I put them all together. Right. This was just for whatever reason, just completely a new, a new adventure. So, yeah. But yeah, just uh, learn to humble myself. Crazy. So, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, good job. Way to go. You're learning. You're doing. This is what houses are for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, buy yourself. Buy yourself a, nice, a fixer, fixer upper, so then you can fix you can it. Learn and, lots of stuff. Lot, learn lots of stuff so alright well thanks everybody yeah that is uh, the Tag and Brando podcast thanks for for thanks <laughs> thanks for thanks for enjoying it with us um, you can now find us on YouTube right yeah I'm trying to get all our back catalog up on YouTube uh Right now it's just audio, but uh, we're hoping at some point to be able to uh, set up some video of our faces uh, saying things and whatnot that we can post up there as well. So, you know, more to come on that. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So um, keep us up to date with yourselves on our Instagram and gmail account tag n brando at those things yep and uh we are excited to spend another week with you for sure yeah for sure everybody wish uh tagger daniel oh, happy stop anniversary it. stop it. thank oh. you thank you if you have 10 things send them our way yeah 
All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.